0: Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services.
1: This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Eric Laughlin, the CEO of Agiloft, a provider of contract and commerce lifecycle management software. Prior to Agiloft, he was the global leader of legal managed services, at Ernst & Young. Hi Eric, how are you?
0: Hey, great, how are are you today?
1: I'm very well, I'm looking forward to speaking with you. So tell us about your background and your new role at Agiloft.
0: I spent the last decade of my career in legal tech and legal tech enabled services. And the majority of that time was at Thomson Reuters where I was leading businesses, mostly serving corporate legal departments. At Thomson Reuters, we acquired and scaled a number of businesses both software and services businesses. One of the ones I was intimately involved with was Serengeti, which is now known as Legal Tracker, leading matter management and e-billing solution. And more recently, i led the team. It was formerly known as Pangea 3. It's an alternative legal service provider. We have over a 1,000 legal professionals working in litigation and contract management services, large repapering projects, big data extraction projects, everyday contract drafting, and template harmonization, a variety of activities that we did for corporate legal departments in the contracting space. In the last year, I brought that Pangea 3 team from within Thomson Reuters into Ernst & Young to become the foundation for Ernst & Young's legal managed services offering. So I've been around contracts and legal tech and legal services for quite some time. And over the last year or two, I've gotten to know Agiloft, first as a customer, then as a partner, then as an advisor, and now luckily enough to be the CEO. When I entered Ernst & Young, Agileoft was being used internally within Ernst & Young, so I got to see the platform. At some point very soon after, I created a partnership between Ernst & Young and Agiloft to provide services around the Agileoft platform. I've gotten to see Agiloft from a few different angles, and the one thing that has become clear to me from The work that I've done with clients in the past and then sort of seeing how they think about contracting from the people perspective, the process perspective, and the technology perspective is that most organizations are still evolving their approaches to contracts. So that really attracted me to Agiloft because Agiloft has this no-code platform that's extremely configurable and has the ability to evolve with the clients when they're on their journey. As I got to know Agiloft, I started working with Colin Earle, who's the founder He was looking for someone to run the business, to look for investment, and then to scale the business. So he invited me in April to become the CEO, and we immediately began fundraising. Colin has stepped into the CTO role now, which is really his true passion, and I've taken the helm.
1: What are your goals as the company's new CEO?
0: My goals now for Agiloft are a few. So scale the business, push the platform to new heights build a real ecosystem around the platform, and then if I can push the boundaries of CLM. But from a scale perspective, now we've got some investment. We have the ability to put feet on the street and around the globe in a lot more locations, getting a lot closer to our global client base and building that infrastructure that will continue to support our client base. From a platform investment perspective, we'll continue to invest in this no-code platform We continue to refine the user experience, build new integrations with other enterprise software, and then build new use cases for AI, getting AI-infused insights throughout the platform in various ways. Because AgileActive is a platform, it's important for me to build an ecosystem of partners around that platform. And based on my experience in the services side, I know just how valuable those service partners can be. And lastly, moving from what can be a sort of narrowly defined set of features around contract lifecycle management into what we more broadly define as contract and commercial lifecycle management. If you believe that contracts are data and that data is the instruction set for the commercial relationships of a company, it leads you to think about contracts more broadly and connect the contracting data and contracting process into other commercial processes around the company. The thing about Agiloft as a platform is one thing that makes it really stand out is that it is a no-code platform. So it's a bit of a petri dish for extending beyond CLM. Because it's a no-code platform, our customers often ask us to build applications on top of Agiloft that bleed from contracts work into commercial work. Just as quick examples, procurement teams might have us build out an RFX tool or a legal department might ask us to essentially build a matter management platform for them to connect it to the contracts process. So as a new CEO, I'm looking at all those custom applications that are built on top of the Agilex platform and built next to CLM and see what should be productized so that more of our customers can have access to them, both on the sell side, the buy side, and on legal. It might also mean that there are opportunities to have sector-specific applications. And given our depth in certain places like pharma, there's certainly the opportunity to build the Agiloft platform into those adjacent applications or into those sector-specific CLM applications.
1: You talked about opportunities for leveraging the platform. How has the pandemic impacted the way companies are leveraging CLM tools? It's impacting how
0: they work and what they're focused on. Interestingly, Agiloft has always been a virtual company, but for a lot of organizations or most organizations, this has been a real game changer to go virtual and go distant. I think that distance has highlighted the need for more centralized resources, more automated processes, and certainly for those unfortunate companies who still have filing cabinets full of paper, it's highlighted that that's not going to work anymore. What they've been focused on is probably just as important I would bet that every CFO in March or in April is asking their procurement teams or their legal teams questions like, what termination rights do we have on large expense items? How exposed are we to non-essential businesses? What termination rights do our customers have? And unfortunately for a lot of legal teams and procurement teams, those Might have been difficult questions to answer, but they're pretty critical questions to answer. And if you can't answer them quickly or accurately, they expose some things about the way that you work, possibly that your contracts are just in lots of different places or that there's real variation in what you've agreed to with your partners, probably expose that you have incomplete controls around key terms and approval compliance. So that exposure to really difficult questions from the CFO or others around the organization Means that there's really no hiding the fact that if you don't have an end to end CLM tool, you're missing something. For some departments, that might mean that they've invested in a point solution for one part of the contracting process and they need a full end to end solution. For some organizations, that probably meant that they had one group that was really working in a modern way around contracting and they needed to now have a full enterprise approach to that. And for others, it's just time to start the journey. But I think that that really became crystal and focused over the last few months. What's interesting, it's been a difficult environment for everyone, every person and every business over the last few months. At Agiloft, I think we're lucky to be in a place where we're serving clients who have real needs and that COVID has actually increased that need. And in fact, just from a business results perspective, June and July, were amongst our largest sales months ever, and the company is seeing tremendous growth.
1: Given this shift, what are some of the overall market changes you're seeing?
0: There's a lot of investment in the space, uh, and I think that investment is good for everyone. If you're in legal, if you're in procurement or on the sell side, you should have options for what service providers you're using, what technology you're using. You should be able to find the tools that are the right fit for you. And so I think that the investment that we see in this space is a really good thing. We'll all make progress in what's possible around the contracting process. And that's something that I like having been in the legal tech market for quite some time. I'd love to see this investment. We just announced a $45 million investment by FTV. FTV is a growth equity fund, and it's a big vote of confidence in Agilof for them to make that investment. It's Agilof's first outside investment. A little history on Agilof. We were a founder-led and bootstrapped company. We've been profitable and growing for years, but the demand for CLM is so large right now. Larger and larger customers are buying into the Agiloft platform. It's really helpful to have that investment to scale the organization and meet that demand. We're hiring a lot of talent, nearly 100 people in the next 12 months. Folks on the go-to-market side, certainly a stronger presence in MIA and AsiaPAC platform development team to extend the use cases we can build out of the platform.
1: You mentioned a recent $45 million round of funding. What were the challenges associated with raising capital in this environment?
0: The obvious one is a real challenge, which is for the most part, we didn't get a chance to interact personally with our investors. On my first week on the job fundraising, I was presenting over Zoom to lots of investment funds. The thing that I think is actually great about this virtual environment is there's plenty of opportunity to interact face-to-face over Zoom. You don't have to fly around the country to do it. You can, in one day, meet face-to-face virtually with lots of different funds. In some ways, it was difficult to establish those personal relationships, which I think are important to building a partnership. But on the other hand, I think it allowed us to more rapidly market the company, more rapidly develop demand for the investment, and ultimately run a really strong process. I believe that we can do this effectively, right? I don't believe that we should be hamstrung by being virtual. Agiloft is a virtual company. The divisions I've run in the past have had huge swaths of people in different locations working virtually. And I think it is something that you can do well. And coming in as a new CEO into this organization, in some ways, having the virtual environment set up and ready means that I have instant access to getting to know my team through lots of different channels. Certainly don't have the ability to walk around and stop by someone's desk and say hello, but I'm able to meet a lot of people one-on-one on Zooms really rapidly, no matter where they sit in the world. So both in getting into the business and in getting the funding, I think we've been able to overcome many constraints around that virtual environment. The other constraint on fundraising in this environment is clearly there's some uncertainty around how long the pandemic will continue to affect us and how businesses will respond.
1: How will you deploy your additional resources?
0: Our additional resources will go towards scaling the organization, building the platform, and building the ecosystem around that platform. When I say scaling the organization, I'm thinking about a lot of folks in client-facing positions around the globe. Agiloft has always been a U.S. and a European-focused company, but now with the investment, we can afford to put a lot more folks into client-supporting roles in Europe to support our clients there and then expand into Asia as well. And on the platform side, this gives us the ability to more rapidly bring sort of features and innovation to the platform for our customers. One of the amazing things about the AgileOff platform is the fact that we can rapidly develop new and adjacent applications on top of the platform with our customers in a custom way for them or as products. And so this investment will allow us to more rapidly innovate the types of experiences and applications that we can build on top of the platform or that we will build on top of the platform.
1: Where do you see this area of legal headed?
0: Just to back up, where has it come from? I think in the past, you might have had forward-thinking legal departments or divisions of businesses investing in bettering their contract processes and really using contracts technology. That has moved as of late to becoming much more enterprise-focused. So not just the legal department or not just the North American division, but legal department, procurement, and sales all buying together for their global enterprise. From an innovation perspective, you certainly will see more and more use cases for AI. The fact that a platform will have AI is old news. What's more important now is what are the different use cases that AI can be used for that drive towards insight rather than things just like data extraction. It's pretty critical for this area of legal and legal tech to think beyond CLM and to think how are contracts connected to the commercial relationships and commercial aspects of the enterprise? If you really believe that contracts are the code or the instructions set for the commercial relationships in the company, and they're not just documents, right? They're not just pieces of paper that you put into the filing cabinet, then the natural extension of thinking through how you improve your contracts is to connect the data and the process of contracting into the commercial processes of the company. So at Agiloft, we feel like we're very well positioned to help the clients on that journey and along the way, building them from the starting place on taking contracts seriously to building an end-to-end CLM tool for them to then using that data process to improve the actual commercial
1: aspects of the company. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Eric Laughlin, the CEO of Agileoft, a provider of contract and commerce lifecycle management software. Eric Thank you so very much, and congratulations again on your new role. Thanks, Ari.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.